Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Luciana Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants. Franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. This year's multi-unit franchising conference was probably one of the best I've been to, and I've been to several. And especially so when it comes to the keynote done by American airman Nicole Machalowski. I would say that that was probably one of the best keynotes I have seen in all the conferences that I've been to. And I will remember that for a long time. Now, who is Nicole Malakowski? She is the first woman Thunderbird pilot, combat veteran, and fighter squadron commander the first of her class. And it was really amazing to hear her story and how the lessons that she has learned along the way and that she shared with us in her presentation really resonated with what we do every day as leaders and business owners that are growing an organization. One of the things that she said in her presentation was that she has never been the best at anything. However, she has been a part of the best teams and that that is what has made all the difference, that it is all about being able to push the envelope and that pushing the envelope mindset means taking the airplane in her perspective, right? As an airman, as a Thunderbird pilot, what does pushing the envelope mean? And she shared with us that it meant taking her airplane to its designated altitude and speed limits to be able to demonstrate what's possible with that machine. And that means that you have to bring your best into that team to be able to make it happen for everybody. She needed to be her best for the team of the Thunderbird group and team to be the best. Now, I don't really know what it takes to be a Thunderbird pilot. I will never know. But I will tell you that these are the things that she shared in her presentation. And I'm going to share them with you today in the show because I thought that they're very applicable to us. And I was very inspired by what she said and can totally translate it into my life and how I do and decide the things that I'm going to do with myself and the team that I work with. And so she said that what it takes to be able to be among one of five people in the world, the most elite organization in position that it exists, you know, or among the most elite organizations in highly skilled abilities that you need to have. And she said there are three things. It takes three things to be able to achieve that. First, courage. Second, trust. Third, vulnerability. And she said that with these three things, you are able to achieve the best of yourself and others around you. He says, however, her path to get to be a pilot of the Thunderbird team was not a straight line. I mean, it was littered with challenges and issues and, and things. And that's true for all of our lives. You know, when we are, have a goal and an objective of where we want to be, the reality is that you don't get from zero to there in a straight line. Things happen that derail us and it's up to us to grab our things and get back on the road to where we want to go, knowing that there might be the next thing that will derail us again. 
But part of the strength for us to be able to get to the end result is to be able to pick up and go back and recommit to where we want to be. And she was no exception. The first thing when she said that it takes for you to be the best, to achieve excellence in something is courage. And she said, you need to have the courage to be different regardless of whatever anybody says about you or not. No one wants to be average. No one wants to have a scripted life. You want to be able to take the risk to design your journey. Sadly, not all of us or very few of us are willing to do what it takes to make it happen, to have the courage, take the ownership to do and design and live the life that we want to live. I will tell you that because of many things that happened throughout my life, early on, I decided that I was going to do the things that I wanted to do for my life. Now, significant things don't happen to happen in your life for you to make the same decision. But it is important that you raise your hand, that you say, how about me? Because the reality is that if you don't raise your hand, if you don't stick yourself out there and have the courage to say, I want to do that. I want the next job. I want to be able to do that business. If you don't have the courage, if you don't bring in that courage to make that happen, nobody's going to do it for you. If you don't ask, the answer will always be no. Here is the reason why courage is the first thing that you need to have to be able to achieve excellence at anything in your life and being able to risk yourself out there that, yes, you might have challenges. Yes, you may fall down. Yes, you may fail, but you can pick yourself up and get there and accomplish things. But first, you have to have the courage to even ask and try. Second, trust. You need to truly get to know the team. And you need to be part of the team. Because remember, she said she has never really accomplished anything on her own. She has never been the best at anything, but she has been the part of the best team. And the reality is that no one of us can do anything on our own with great excellence. If we really, truly want to achieve excellence in anything, we need to have a team behind us, on our sides, in front of us to help us achieve that. Even if you are playing a single man sport, a golf player, A golf player cannot be the best at being a golf player if they don't have a trainer, a supporter, a therapist, a psychologist. I mean, somebody that builds equipment. Like literally, they have to have a team around them to be able to accomplish to be the best. Someone on their own cannot. And if someone on their own cannot be truly the best, that means that you have to be part of a team. And if you have to be part of the team, you need to truly be part of the team. And that requires a lot of trust. Nothing of significance is ever accomplished alone. And the reality is that sometimes we think that we're the best, that we can do it better than everybody else, but there are a lot of other people that take as much pride in their job and what they do as you do. You just need to be fine who those people are, surround yourself with them. And once you have those people around you, appreciate them. Like, think about it. When was the last time that you thank a fellow team member, somebody that works with you, for you, that does a great job, and because they do a great job, it allows you to be able to do a great job? When was the last time you appreciated them? When was the last time you thanked them for what they do? When was the last time you actually empowered them to keep doing a great job that they're doing? That is what it takes for them to be able to be part of, truly part of your team. From her perspective, as a Thunderbird pilot, she put it really clearly. She said, What kind of trust do you think is needed to have you fly next to five other pilots and their machine three feet away at 500 miles per hour upside down? 
who in your life, who in your business would you trust that much? I mean, that's incredible. And so the amount of work that they had to put together as a team to get to know each other, understand each other's abilities and skills and strengths and weaknesses to build each other up so that they could actually trust each other enough to do that. Three feet away, 500 miles an hour, upside down, that level of trust, I'm sure it gets accomplished, but not very many. But if you can get even close to that, what can you do as a team? anything if you have that level of trust with people but you have to build each other up build each other up skills build each other each other's abilities to be able to get that to build trust you have to be trustworthy meaning that for you to build that trust you and every person on the team needs to be trustworthy meaning that each of them have to do their job to the best of their abilities you had to have a wingman contract, you know, a charter, the rules that everybody lives, lives by, that everybody knows and follows and aligns to each other so that you can accomplish great things, empower each other and go in the same direction as everybody. That charter that unites you in the same mission, the wingman contract, she said, is amazing. And the reality is that as businesses, if we build a charter, a mission and vision and values that unite us in the direction in which we're going, and as we have that charter, each and every one of us lives that charter, believes in that charter, acts on that charter, then we are able to build the trust that is required so that we can actually do our things. You build trust by being trustworthy. And everybody in the team needs to be trustworthy to build that trust. When it comes to your actions, you always have to follow the wingman contract, meaning the charter. When in doubt, you need to follow that charter because that builds a culture that has everybody doing the right thing in alignment. And that's number two, trust. And that brings us to number three, which when she mentioned number three, I really was like surprised that what it takes, one of the things that takes for you to be the best, for you to push the envelope for excellence is vulnerability. You need to be able to expose yourself to actually share your weaknesses and be able to be accepted by the team around you and help you get stronger. It means to embrace a culture in which a team member can have the ability to open up and share when they did something wrong and further beyond to be able to not only acknowledge that they did something wrong, but to ask for help. Imagine that, to be able to ask for help and that that asking is received by people that want to help you. I mean, that's just, you know, that vulnerability, if you are able to have a space and build a space with people that gives you the ability to say when you need help and you are asking for it and people are going to help you and you know they're going to help you, that opens a possibility for anything because then you are able to build each other up and progress and improve. I mean, it's amazing. You know, being able to build that space is what's going to give you the base for people to be able to build the trust that you need to be able to go to the next step. She mentioned a phrase called steel sharpens steel. And what that means is, or this phrase embodies a simple premise that we grow stronger when we surround ourselves with others who are strong and others who are strong that are going to help us become even stronger. Steel sharpens steel is one of the premises for which she built the team around her because this particular premise, what it does is gives you the ability to not only 
be vulnerable and be able to share the things that you need to so that you can improve in the things that need improvement, number one. Because if you have that and you do improve and you do your part and you become trustworthy, now there is trust. And when there is trust, trust gives you the courage to try anything, to achieve anything, to go for anything. And that's what's so important about being able to surround yourself with great people. So remember that with vulnerability, you're able to build trust. And when you have trust, you gain the courage to do anything in your life. Steel sharpens steel. So as you can see, I was amazed and impressed and, and inspired by her words and her message. And the way that I want you to think about it in your team, who are the wingmen in your team? And the reality is that it's not just one, it's not just two, but it's everybody that surrounds you and your organization. And the question that I have for you is, do you have a culture of vulnerability where people can raise their hand and say, look, I don't understand that. Look, I'd like to learn more about that. Or look, I don't know this. You know, how do I improve this? Who can help me? And that people in response will raise their hand to be the ones to help, to train, to teach, to guide and give everybody or whoever's asking what they need to be able to overcome whatever challenge they're having. Do you have that in your organization? And if you do, is that building trust in your organization? Is that making it so that people are now becoming more and more trustworthy because they're willing to say when they're lack on something and they're willing to do the work to be better? And if people are willing to do that and able to do that, they're building trust. They're becoming trustworthy. People will have the courage to do what's necessary to be excellent. They will raise their hands to be leaders. They will raise their hand to take challenges. They will raise their hand to be better and to do more for you and your organization and each other. That is how you push the envelope for excellence. Obviously, it's something to strive for, something to work for, because if you want to be excellent, if you want to be able to achieve that excellence, like I want at the American Fetches Academy, then I know that this is what we have to build in our organizations. It's all the sounds truth and it is principles that I can see that if implemented and built and lived every day, can make us an amazing organization. So I leave you with the thought of who are your wingmen in your organization and are you building a vulnerable environment where people step up for each other? Is there trust between your team? Are there trustworthy people in the organization that support each other and build trust around the company? And if that's the case, do you have the courage to do anything? Do your people have the courage to do anything? So I hope that this gives you a little inspiration and thought about what you can do in your organization to continue to push the envelope for excellence. I know for sure it did for me, and I appreciate you having been here and listening to this and sharing these thoughts with me. Having said that, thank you for being with me today, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show and leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.